mood.tv Let me tell you let me let me tell you something that you do, you both don't know. Let's hear it. There's human shit in my garbage can. <laughs> is it is it your human shit? Maybe. Why are you bagging your shit? I'm not bagging it. I'm not bagging my shit. It's oh, just starting to take advice from your own podcast. No, well, <laughs> it's, oh yeah, to put it in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Actually, I mean, you can freeze diarrhea. Can you freeze anything? Can you freeze diarrhea, or is it like alcohol? Is there no freezing point to diarrhea. Like, can you can you put diarrhea in those ice pop trays? Well, interesting factoid: there was a uh, man who was left. I believe he was a uh, Eskimo of some sort. Was left to die in the northern wilderness. Mm. But what he did was he made a knife out of his own stool and stabbed some dogs with it. Wolves, I believe, took the wolves, made them into a sled, and had other wolves pull the wolf sled that he made with his own shit knife. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yes, all true. How do you make a sled made of wolves? Yeah. Snopes that. Yeah, Snopes that. I, I can't remember his name. True story. Shit knife. Shit knife. That is not aerodynamic. I guess if you turn a wolf inside out, it can slide on the snow better? Because of the guts? Well, yeah, the inside would definitely slide better. You know, that, that smooth skin. But he wasn't making, like, fancy pelt stuff. He had his fancy shit knife, and he was he was making sleds, man. And it came up, like, immediately. Oh, yeah, see, Gregor Man's checking out so you guys can see. I'm not full of shit about my shit story, but... Can you get the guy's name? I don't think his real name exists, but because uh, the name that they give is, is not the correct name. But, uh, yeah, so... The shit knife. So, yes, you can totally freeze diarrhea, Anthony. I mean, there's just a lot of shit knife out there. I'm not, I haven't even found that story. Yeah, I mean, that was a that was a stool, though. That was like a hard poo. Do you actually call diarrhea stool? Is it still stool? I bet if you pooped on an ice block, you would be able to pull a frozen diarrhea junk off. Yeah, especially like you're saying, if you if you, if you put di- diarrhea into an ice cube mold, well, if you had a knife mold and you shat into that... <laughs> It's like a 3D printer. Yeah. So you could 3D print anything with your diarrhea. I had this idea for like, you know how, you know, there's like Play-Doh and you put those different nozzles on, you push it through the thing. Well, like different underwear that you, you get to shit out different star shapes and cookie shapes. <laughs> like a grater? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Play-Doh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think it would work like that? Sometimes. <laughs> You'd need some engineering, but, uh, you know, if you can make a sled out of a wolf, I'm sure you could make something come out of your ass shaped like a star. If I'm diarrhea through a star shape, it's not, not no, going to come out of a star. Yeah, that's a different yeah, story. Yeah. yeah, totally. That has to be like a, a nice uh, soft stool. Malleable. Has to be malleable. Yeah. Well, anyways, I have human shit in my garbage can. It's, it was in my underwear yesterday when I shat myself in the apartment, in the apartment. Because if I shat myself somewhere else, I wouldn't walk home in it, and then throw it out in my own garbage can. guess it kind of depends, though, right? I could think of scenarios where you... Does it? If you're walking home and it happens. Okay, maybe you're on that block. Now you're five blocks away. I would duck in. Even if you're at a restaurant, you're gonna, like, you're gonna... Yes, like, oh, excuse I have done me. that. I ha- we have to, I have, excuse me, I have to run to the bathroom, and then you, what, are you gonna go back to the table? Leave my underwear in your... Garbage. I mean, listen, when I shit on the floor of the Chinese restaurant, I left my undies there. You left a lot more than that there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your dignity. Undies and. Undies, nice. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, so, uh, yeah. 
That's what I got going on in my garbage can. What's in your garbage can? <laughs> I really wish I didn't have diarrhea in there. <laughs> Why don't you throw it out? I'm gonna. I gotta get around to it. It's been a rough week. I've been a little sick. <laughs> it's How long has it been in there? Don't worry about it. Oh, come on. It's been in there man. less than 24 hours. Yeesh. Less than... Less than 24 hours. Yeah, you have garbage downstairs. I I was sick. I, there's nothing. Was you nothing. left the apartment today, didn't you? I did, but I had other stuff to do. You left <laughs> the apartment today. <laughs> I was in a rush. You're sick. I was in a rush. You wonder why you get sick. It's because you have stuff like that in your trash can. <laughs> that's why you get sick. Yeah, that's why you get sick. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Let Me Ask You a Question, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Great lead in. Yeah. We're off to an excellent start here. Uh, I'm here with Greg Aman. Hey, what's up, everybody? Teaching life lessons to Anthony once again. Don't leave shit in your trash can because you'll get sick. It's not going to be there a long time. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to take it out tomorrow. I have a doctor's appointment in the morning. Appointment in the morning. I'm going to take it out. Over and under, it's, it's in there past 12 o'clock tomorrow, EJ. Yeah, absolutely. Over. Right. Over. Yeah. No way. My doctor's appointment's at 10.30 a.m. You're going to be late for that. Yeah, and then that's going to be your perfect excuse built in for, I had other things to do and was in a rush. So you've already made your allowance. You've You're like, already done it. Totally. The next time one of you are in the apartment, it's going to be the same garbage bag. I'm never coming over. <laughs> I hope it's a year from now. Remember when I said I would come over and record with you? Nope. <laughs> Not happening. It would actually be valuable if you came over because you could tell me if it smells like shit in here. I, I just don't know. <laughs> I, I bet you it does. It might. I don't have any sense of smell, so oh, it's just you, not good for me right now. Everything is bad for you right now. That's terrible. Not great. Not great. <laughs> and now uh, we got EJ5000. Wonderful. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Your diarrhea shit is more important than me. Again. It's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have my diarrhea shit as a guest... Well, I guess we have the meaty boy, but that's that's really kind of a different thing. Yeah, I can, I can bring him in if you want. No, nah, it's all right. It's no, all right. I think um, he misses you. I know. I appreciate that. I appreciate that he misses me. Well, I have prepared a question. And actually, it's interesting because we're, we're talking about that the Eskimo guy. If our Eskimo man uh, were in this, he wasn't a nice. similar predicament, but he made a knife. So, all right, here's my question. You're stranded somewhere, maybe on a desert island. <laughs> <laughs> An island made of sand, nothing on it. That's right. But there's, I guess there can be... But there might be dunes. plenty of food. <laughs> is there or isn't there? There's plenty of food. Plenty of food to be had. Where is this food? It's around. It's all around. <laughs> all around you. But right. the, the question is this. You can only have one utensil. But you cannot have a spork. What utensil would you have on your desert island with a lot of food? Are foons allowed? Tell me about the foon. Opposite of a spork. Uh, oh, I see. I see. So it's that doesn't make any sense, though. Nope. No, it does not make it's sense. Because it would, of... be, it would be like tines on the bottom and then a little bill at the end. Yeah, you know, for like strain and stuff. Yeah, I'd be like a strainer, really. Yeah, no, ridiculous. Yeah, that was your one utensil was a strainer. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be like any kind of utensil? I mean, it could be a knife or a spoon or a fork. 
Oh, all right. That's it. Those are your options. But you only get Obviously one. Obviously a knife. A knife? Again, well, all right, what is this food? Is it just raining from the sky, or do I have to kill, cat, uh, catch it and kill it? Oh, there's food everywhere. It's like a buffet. <laughs> so, like, there's, like, those little burners, and there's just food lined up any, anywhere I want, always, when I want to eat it. Absolutely. Okay, here's know. a better question. You can have one utensil for the rest of your life, in your normal life. Mm. It yeah. has to be those three? One of those three. Yeah, it has to be one of those three. Can I get... What other utensils are there? Like, like I was thinking chopsticks. Oh, chopsticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking chopsticks. No, no chopsticks. Uh, can you have more than one of this utensil? No, you have one. Ah. <sighs> but you can maintain it. You could take it to the fork shop or whatever. Well, I was just thinking like how useful it would be to have two of anything, like two knives. Or oh, two. no, 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 no. Yeah, none of that. None of that. That would be so easy. Your life would be, you'd be living in the lap of luxury if you had two knives. It would be nice. would be nice. It'd be knives. <laughs> I think I'd take the spoon. You would do the spoon. I think I can sharpen one side of it a little bit, like make it, make it to be able to cut stuff. No, you can't fashion this thing. It's Why just, not? No, it's just, it's just the utensil. That's it. Yeah, and I can no, fashion a no, utensil no fashioning. or something. No fashioning. This is my magical what? universe. Get out, get out of here. Angel would let me do it. <laughs> the angel would not. The angel would say you get one utensil. Don't and fuck I'd with shank it. Shank him with my <laughs> my pointy spoon. He would see that coming a mile away. He's the angel. Wait, what kind of food is this food on this island again? That, that's that is pretty important. Uh, we we changed it to your normal life. Like just for the rest of your life, you get one utensil. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Now is that utensil is just for eating? But what about actual cooking? Like, what if I'm cooking something? Do I get to use the full gamut, mm. or do I only get to use various of that utensil? That's a good question. I think yeah. cooking's fine, but when it comes to eating, you get one utensil. So I have, a, I have like a butcher's block. I can cut yeah. steaks. You've got the fanciest setup of all time. But when I sit down to eat, all I can eat <laughs> yeah. with is, is one utensil. One utensil. Everywhere okay. you go. Restaurants, everywhere. All right. I think that makes a lot more sense because yeah, I'm just makes... thinking about there's certain meats and things that I would definitely need a knife. Like a knife seems was my first choice. I'm going to need a knife. Yeah. But now that I know that I'm cooking everything with all the utensils, by the time the food comes to my plate, it's already serve ready. It's already eat ready. So I, essentially, I wouldn't even need I wouldn't need utensils to eat. I could use anything. So I'm gonna go with spoon. I think because soups. Yeah. Because everything you could still cut if you needed to. But the meat that would already because I was really worried about the meat that I would need to cut with a knife is already cut for me because I already cut it with a knife. Oh, hold on now, though. Like, if you go to a restaurant, what are you going to do? Well, then, same thing. I'd be like, please tell the chef that I'd like them to cut my steak. And he'd be like, well, that's a very weird request, but we'll honor it. I'd be like, damn right you will. And the chef would be like, I can't believe I'm cutting a filet mignon, and I would eat it with my spoon happily. Yep. Do you think the chef would cut your steak up for you? Yeah, absolutely. They'll do anything you ask for. And if they're not, then, like, then come on, chef, come on. If not, I also think uh, there's most things that with enough pressure, I can cut it with a spoon. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Like I'm on board with the spoon. That's a, spoon is kind of where my like head's been at the whole time. Do you think slamming sounds coming from your table at the restaurant? You're just slamming oh, your man. spoon down? It's just like, 
keep pressure on it and, and wiggle or, or make a cutting motion, whatever way you want to do it. I'm not surprised that Anthony went that way because just like the ripping the dick off thing, he doesn't understand how pressure and force work. You don't have to like swing a shell. You're yeah, like, seriously. You know, I got good feedback on the, on the dick episode. Why? Because you're an idiot? A lot of people out there agree with me. No, a lot no. of people. All five people that you asked. I got positive feedback that you cannot rip a dick off. You're a very persuasive slash stubborn person in person, so I'm sure all the people quote-unquote agreed with you. Was, no, I was, swear, you couldn't do it. No, you <laughs> couldn't rip a dick off. <laughs> yeah, I know, you're right. Yeah, I agree with and you. you said some stupid <laughs> shit, and then you yelled at them some more, and then they're like, yeah, okay, I'm with you. No, no, no. The world is flat, I tell you. No, there was not. I, I, was, I was not soliciting... I, yeah, I yeah. just received positive feedback to my end of that. You cannot rip a dick off. But not to go back, oh, not, to go, not to go back on that, because we're light years away from that now. We're talking about the utensil. So the spoon, <laughs> do you think you'd have Spoon's to... Spoon's the clear choice. you think you'd have to two-hand it to cut your steak? Two-hand no. it? Like, Ugh! You just got to choke up, if anything else. You know, actually, it might be a good way to determine if the chef is any good. Totally, yeah. And if they're serving you a steak, you can't cut with a spoon. You could be like, oh, what's the point of eating here? I'm only going to bring a spoon to show you how good this restaurant is. <laughs> I agree with that, especially if you like your steak that, like, I like mine medium or medium rare. That will cut with a spoon. But if you get it well done, it, it might not. And so that's not really the, the chef's fault in that case. But Yeah, I always order a medium. Do you think there's any the steak most. out there? That you could put the spoon on it and it would, it would give like no resistance. Like you could eat it like you're eating ice cream, soft ice cream. I mean, like honestly, like a a fillet, you can pretty much do that with. Yeah, I think a really good fillet. Like a, a well a well prepared fillet, you can pretty much just take a spoon to it. Mm. Yeah. Some good prime rib with the au jus sauce. Mm, yeah, good prime rib. Uh, do you think that you would just find yourself eating soup all the time, though? Really? Nope. No. I'm a rice guy. Rice and rice is easy. Oh yeah, rice. I mostly, whenever I look at my utensils, try to just eat with one anyway if I can. Cause like, why am I gonna switch a million times? And I usually go for the spoon. There's almost nothing I can't do with a spoon that I can do with a fork, except like maybe stab some food sometimes. But I can easily pick up anything that I'm stabbing. Anything forks can do, spoons can do better. But a, but a fork can't eat soup. Yep. <laughs> no, no fucking way. No fucking way. Yeah, definitely not. Not that you'd starve if you had a fork either, because surely you could eat the solids out of your soup and then pick up the glass or container. But oh, yeah. yeah you but can if I'm on a desert island, I don't know if I'm going to be that cute. I don't know if soup's falling from the sky. Oh, you're not, it's not. It's everyday <laughs> life now. Yeah, it's everyday life now. Everyday life. I live on a desert island, okay? Okay, either, either <laughs> it, it's a desert island that has all the foods of your everyday life, or it's your everyday life. You take your pick. <laughs> Yeah, it seems, seems Spoon is most practical. And spoon is, yeah, I think Spoon's the winner. All right, I'm all for the Spoon myself. I'm a big, I'm a big Spoon fan myself. But hold on, I want to go back for one second. You know, why is it, I find it so funny that when you're right-handed, you, you use your fork, you know, to hold the meat in place, and then you cut with your right hand? No. You don't do that? No, I learned at a young age that that was improper. I don't know where I learned it, and so I learned how to do it the other way. Plus, uh, as you guys know, but the listeners might not, uh, when I was in high school, I got third-degree rope burn from uh, grabbing a rope on a stage 
and like at backstage at a at a play, and uh, caught the rope, third degree rope burn, on my right hand, and so for a short time I had to learn how to do everything with my left hand, and so that was one of the traits then too that just kind of stuck around. So uh, my fork and or spoon stays in my right hand, and the knife only hits the left hand. I should start training myself to do that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so practical. It is practical, and at first it was hard and annoying, but then it was just like, oh yeah, this is practical. Unless you have a lefty or something, like, or somebody who, who's like, I'm going to try to eat with my left hand, because I had that issue come up the other day where it's like, there's an agreement, folks. <laughs> if you're at a table and you have to sit next to somebody, make sure that your, your dominant hand isn't bumping into the person next to you, because it's real annoying. And if it's not annoying to you, that means the other person is real annoyed that you don't understand that's annoying. How close are you sitting to people? If your right and left hands, again, your right hand is going up against the person's left hand, and you're sitting at like a diner booth or anywhere... People are all willy-nilly with that elbow out, you know, whenever you're trying to get a proper grip on things, it happens. In which case, you could revert back to the old way. Exactly. And you'd totally. Be all right. And then switch. Wait, you so are right-handed, though. Ways. I am right-handed, yes. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's an amazing skill because it's so funny. I mean, I cut, you know, I'm holding the fork, I'm cutting my right hand, and then I switch. I switch. I put my fork yeah, in my right I, hand. I trained myself to eat with my left-hand utensil. I think yeah, I, I just, literally I switch. up and eat. I think I used to. I know what that's like. I've been there. Yeah. Change. I look like an idiot. You just kind of are an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. No, I'm not. You're all idiots out there who switch. (laughs) No, it's really dumb if you switch. Sorry. It is. As as one who used to suffer from it, it's real dumb. Wasting time. It's dumb. I got to ask more people about this because I'm so interested that I'm talking to two people that have overcome that very problem. I, I and I don't. Th- I think a majority of people don't. I think I feel like most people don't. I think it's it's weird whenever somebody does put the effort in. I I, I feel even though Anthony, you talked to the people who liked the last episode. You let me know what they think about this. <laughs> I bet they love it. <laughs> I can't imagine hands. cutting something with my left hand. You should do it, man. Take a whole week and just do stuff with your left hand. See what it's like to live in that dangerous. The left-handers where life is one quarter more dangerous for you or something, right? You never crank it out with your left hand, though, right? Let's take a break. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I'm so happy to have you. We just wanted to take a second to tell you you should call in at 929-352-6173. Leave us a message. Tell us about your favorite utensil. We'd love to hear about it. And you can send us an email at letmeaskyouaquestionpodcast at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram at lamayakpod 
or on Twitter at the same thing, and we will love you forever. And without further ado, let's get back to utensil talk. So I would go with the spoon, spoon. too. Yeah, I'm a spoon man. I'm a spoonman. Spoon man. Well, you know what? I also, here's another thing. Are you guys food mixers? Do you mix the food together or do you eat it separately? Uh, it depends on the food for me. Yeah, takes all kinds. Some food should go together. Some food can be eaten separately. Honestly, if, if it came down to how I had to go one way or the other, I wouldn't mind mashing it all together. I'm a mixer myself. Because even when it's separate, most times I like to put everything on my spoon. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the same way. Hmm. What about you, EJ? I kind of have a combo bite. It does, it does depend on the food that I'm eating, but I feel like I choose to keep the stuff separate more than I choose to mix it. But there are definitely like mashed potatoes and nearly everything, of course. That's made oh, for yeah. mixing. But there yeah. are things that I like to keep separate. I like to keep the flavors unique. I like to share foods. You know, I, like to, I like to have different flavor palettes without mixing. But it wouldn't be an issue. I'd still pick a spoon. And if they're like, the only way you get your food is if it's in a paste, you know. I'd survive. You know, if I had my druthers, I would put everything I ate, all of my dinners into a food processor and just use a spoon and just eat it like a smoothie. I think that would be delicious. I like uh, mixing I it anyway. I like, I like texture. Yeah, I, I mean... I don't think... I think uh, always eating a mush would kind of suck. I mean, I, yeah, if you throw fried chicken in there, it would probably become a bit of a downer. You kind of... You want that crunch. Yeah. But I think most meals... I would happily, mm. and it would just save you time. Because I like the spoon because it's it's a shovel. <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's the shovel of utensils. And instead of a little bowl, you have a little trough. Yeah, my bowl yeah. is my little trough. I consider every <laughs> bowl a trough. For okay. sure. Yeah. And I just like to slop it in, you know? It's just, food to me is an impediment between what you were doing before the meal and after the meal. Oh, come on. You enjoy a good meal. I enjoy, enjoy eating, but I don't enjoy the time it takes because you can't talk. It's hard to talk while you're eating. So the actual consumption part, as I say, you love going out to eat because you like to talk. But I eat so fast. I eat ridiculously fast. I think a lot of it has to do with my wanting to just get back to whatever I was doing, whether it be talking, having a conversation, doing work. I eat ridiculous. I'm sure I'm going to choke. That's how I'm going to go. There's almost no... <laughs> Doubt in my mind. You know, I've had three three choking scares probably in the last five years. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I eat real fast. I don't chew I don't chew enough. I'm just wolfing it down, hopefully with a spoon. But also you also have butt problems. You know, turns True. out I don't have butt problems. I but think you I kinda do. do. I thought I did. It turns out I'm probably normal and just paranoid. So maybe you just need to shove a more fiber in there. Just say, yeah. do the fiber trick? Fiber's working for you? I don't know. I, I mean, I guess so. I mean, in general, I do eat a good deal of fiber now. But I think a lot of it might have just been paranoia this whole time because the doctor told me my ass is looking good. <laughs> Nothing wrong with my ass. He had his finger way up there. That's good. Did the old sloop-de-loop. Up my butt. Glad to hear it. Yeah, I was glad to hear it too. Uh, it wasn't what I was expecting to hear, that's for sure, with how much I think and talk about my asshole. It's true. He gave you a spoonful of knowledge. He did. It helped the medicine go down. Uh, so, yeah, I think um, I would love to slop it all together. I think it'd be cool to food process it. I think it'd be delicious. 
I, I understand when things that are supposed to be crunchy. Crunch is where it becomes a problem. Yeah, and like sometimes you get a plate of things that don't all taste the same for a reason, you know, so they can uh, have a little. I'm trying to think of one example, and I can't right now, of course. But there's, you know, sometimes you have bitter and sweet. I can see there being sometimes when you don't want everything to be a soup, but you know. Yeah, but if you have bitter and sweet, you put them together. You got sweater. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of maybe like umami and uh, marmalade. Maybe that wouldn't be so good. Umarmalade. Umamalade. Yeah, I don't know. Any two words that you can make a portmanteau out of don't work. <laughs> I think that's true. Anything that you can portmanteau tastes delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you can portmanteau it, it should be together. That's what's going to be on my on my tombstone. It's not the stomach bug fart thing. <laughs> It'd be longer. That's for sure. I wonder how long your epitaph can be. Is there a limit? Is there like a, a number of um, characters? It depends on how much you can afford. You just get a really big tombstone. It could be, you know, you could have a whole novel if you can afford it, afford the, uh, the, the face. Like a wall? Yeah, why not? Well, like a, ob- or a, what is it called, an obelisk? Obelisk. Or a mausoleum, all for yourself. Or you could do a small little, you know, a small one and then put a lot of writing on there. Yeah, there you go. That's true. Probably expensive. I wonder what Uncle Pennybags has. Doesn't matter because we're going to dig his ass up. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out when we go. (laughs) Turns out he's next to Disney. He uh, he froze himself, Uncle Pennybags. He he knew better. (laughs) Yeah. You got to go go and freeze him. (laughs) Yeah, we can still go (laughs) fire him up, though. Thaw him out, fire him up. Have a good old time. (laughs) And it's murder. Oh, you know, I wonder what people... Like, do they look at it? Can you go look at Disney at the cryogenic center? Oh, yeah, of course. He's on display. He's wearing Mickey Mouse ears. Expensive. Do you think the employees there fuck with him? Price keeps going up. (laughs) Hey, Disney's in there. Let's go fuck with him. (laughs) Can you thaw him out a little, you know, but not too much and just do some weird stuff and then put him back? Just his head so we could talk to him. (laughs) I mean, is that possible? Is it? it, Like, once you... When are you, when are, when are you thawed? Like, how do you know when you're thawed? Figure they're trying to figure that out. What's the threshold? I, I I don't I know especially the old ones. I don't think they figured out the thawing part correctly. They wisely figured out the freezing part first. Yeah, if even that, I I, I don't know. You know, and these all people they were dead. It's not like they were. Uh, oh yeah, I know. know they're like <laughs> yeah. ready to go in. They hopped in the freezer. You know, like. You'll figure it out, see you. You know, it, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't like that. that Sylvester Stallone movie. What was that movie? Demolition Man. Demolition Man. One of yeah. my favorites. You don't know how to use the seashells. So, no, but what I'm asking, though, is, yeah, he's dead and he's frozen. Can you thaw something out a little or is it either thawed or not thawed? There's no in between. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a casserole or if it's like a human being. I'm not sure. Because, <laughs> I mean, if I were there working with Disney, it'd be fun to thaw him out a little and then kick him. <laughs> Kick him around. You know? <laughs> What's the difference if he's thawed or not if you're kicking him around? If he's frozen, you can slide him everywhere. I got to take yeah. him out of his little container, probably. Yeah, but if he's an ice cube, you could, you could play like uh, air hockey with him on, yeah. on a linoleum floor. <laughs> but there's probably a limited time. You know, it's a limit before <laughs> he's thawed. Yeah, that's why it's fun. It's when you know the game's over. <laughs> Yeah, it's like danger involved. <laughs> no, because if he gets thawed, I feel like the whole experiment's going to be over. It's He's probably dead dead when he's thawed. Yeah, so he's just... Because <laughs> I imagine the goal here is that they're not going to unthaw him until they have, have it uh, a solution to this problem. 
So you're you're being respectful of the deceased here. You just you just want to fuck with them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I just want to kick them around. <laughs> so what's the question? How long do you get to kick them around? <laughs> yeah. Depends on where you're at and how hot it is, too, you know? Where do you think the cryogenic... If you're in Alaska, you can kick them around all fucking day. <laughs> I could take them outside and just wail on them? Yeah, you could put them out with a, with a newspaper, man. You could see them, and you could be your mailbox. <laughs> Good old Disney mailbox. If you could beat the shit out of one cryogenically frozen celebrity, <laughs> who would it be? Well, who are they? Are they... I mean, anybody? Disney. Like- which i'm pretty sure too just so people i'm good with my snopes and i'm pretty sure they did not freeze him either he's not frozen in real life what a myth i'm pretty sure no pretty sure pretty sure disney's not signed up no just a a wonderful myth that we all believed i bet he is i bet he totally is we have to i wish we had the demon look that up we don't have any time for the demon we're out of time. Yeah, well, maybe maybe next uh, all you little demons out there, look it up. See if to see if you can go to where Disney is and use yeah. them like an air hockey puck. Send us an email about it at let me ask you a question podcast at gmail.com. We would love to know. Alright, well, been another wonderful week at Let Me Ask You a Question. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful Sex life. (laughs) (laughs) And you better learn how to cut with your left hand. (laughs) You know, did I tell you that when I was at, I was at Thanksgiving dinner this year with, with, there's the last story before I'm done here. But we're at Thanksgiving dinner and everybody goes around the table and everybody says what they're thankful for, right? And I came so close to saying, I'm thankful for my robust sex life. I didn't do it, but <laughs> I wish I had. I think it would have been fun to see the look on, on the different family members' faces. <laughs> Anyways, I'll leave you with that. Until next week. Oh, and check out Moot.TV for past and future episodes. That's your place. Ace is the place for hardware, and Moot.TV is the place for Moot stuff. <laughs> All right. Mood.tv. How do you make a sled made of wolves? <laughs>